0: The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. This is a story that gained a lot of momentum in the last 24, 48 hours. In a blog post, Ward 3 counselor John Zadig said he would personally pay for one-third of the tuition to obtain an MBA from the University of Alberta and cover the rest out of something called his ward account. After posting about the MBA program back January 11th, he tweeted today he decided to voluntarily reimburse the city of Edmonton for two-thirds of the program, cost or approximately $44,000, even though no policies were violated. Uh, Councillor Zaddock joins us on the phone now. Hey, John, how are you?
1: Pretty good. I mean, obviously today was, uh, (laughs) I don't like the headlines, but I think Edmontonians spoke up and I, I get where they're coming from. And to be clear about the reimbursement, it's uh, a full reimbursement, so I'll be pursuing this degree, uh, which is very beneficial to my role as a city councillor, but completely out of my own funds, which I think is appropriate.
0: So let me ask you, John, because this is the question that everybody wants the answer to, and rather than pussyfoot around it, I'll just ask, what made you think in the first place that this would be okay?
1: So this is an executive program with a lot of business leaders in Edmonton, and a lot of My colleagues in this program are getting either full tuition support from their employers or partial. And it's not uncommon in the spirit of professional development for City of Edmonton employees to get professional development. Where I erred in judgment is uh, is with my role as a city councillor. So we do have this budget that is discretionary and it's, it's intended to be utilized. For me to carry out my office to the best of my ability. And I've been very effective in my ward and I've pretty much got all my campaign promises completed. So I'm, I'm proud of my work in 2018. What I want to do is be more on the issues in city council and have the business fundamentals and the advanced business knowledge that an MBA provides. So I viewed this as a positive opportunity. I have perfect attendance with city council and on committees. So the way this degree is structured for working professionals. It's a four-day uh, weekend once a month. And then some intensive courses throughout, like in the summer and around Christmas. So I've been able to fit it into my schedule. Honestly, I have no free time right now, no holidays, no, no hobbies. But that's okay. I've made that decision with my wife. But 100% agree that I should not have used any public money for this, despite it being a discretionary and despite some of the money that I used being intended for professional development
0: so john you're a first term counselor and my other question uh is well let me put it this way did you consult with anyone from the city or fellow counselors uh before making the decision um to get their opinion because they've certainly given it since
1: right so i'll answer that in two parts so first i consulted on the the concept of the program and uh Quite widely, I consulted, and, and pretty much everyone said, "Oh, that's great! Like, I'm surprised you'll find time for that." Uh, but uh, yeah, anything to to make you a more effective counselor to recognize that you could increase, like, to be a bit vulnerable and say that I don't know everything, but I'm in charge of a multi-billion-dollar corporation and making pretty big decisions, and I need to be able to uh, fully understand the business cases that are put before us so that I can make the best choices. So, pretty much across the board, there was support for that. Now. I did not have detailed discussions with other counselors about uh, how I would fund it, but everyone I, I think most people knew that I would be using a bit of my ward budget. How I came up with the sort of ratio of two thirds out of my office budget and one third of myself I'm, I'm not too sure how I arrived at that. It, it was sort of it, you know it reflecting back, I wish it was zero um, and this this means that we we can't really have a discussion about professional development now. For elected officials, and I get that. I think maybe those elected should already have the skill set, but that kind of goes against, you know, that kind of goes a little bit against uh, the spirit of professional development that we expect of all other professionals. And for those that elected me, I think that there's an understanding that I was the best for the job given the competition, and that I would try and better myself once I'm in this role. And taking an MBA, I think, is uh, sort of the gold standard for for being in. The, in the position that I'm in.
0: So it's interesting, John, um, there's at least one news news agency here in Edmonton um, kind of taking credit for uh, breaking the story. But in fact, you broke the story because you posted about this back early in
1: January, right? Absolutely. I've, I mean, I've been fairly transparent about this. I, I knew that ultimately people would start talking about it. I, I was caught... Uh, a bit off guard today at the level of, of, I guess, outrage that I've received. And I'm hearing that loud and clear. Like as I try and channel the voices of my constituents at City Hall when we're talking about snow removal or whatever else, I'm hearing from my constituents that they think that this is not a good use of public money. But I was very clear about it to begin with. And when I posted that blog post, I received almost unanimous positive comments, kind of like, oh, good for you. Yeah, it was great. Like, yeah, the city should be run like a business. Uh, I wish other councillors would take this. That was sort of the nature of the comments I was getting. Uh, and and so it is a bit surprising now that, I mean, I, let me just correct that. I'm I'm not surprised at the outrage. I'm surprised at my sort of lack of judgment. I'll, I'll be frank about that. But what we're hearing now is a lot different than what I heard when I was first being transparent about this and disclosing it to my constituents uh, and, and anyone in Edmonton the that- my Facebook page.
0: So, when you uh, publicly said uh, initially back in January that, look, I'm intending to uh, take an MBA from the University of Alberta, was it understood in that post that that MBA would be at least in part financed out of a ward account?
1: Yeah, I was very clear about that. I mean, it's, it's a wordy blog post, but I i stayed in there that two thirds will be funded through my ward budget, which is intended you know a ward budget has a lot of flexibility, and it's intended to allow a counselor to pursue to uh, to perform the duties of their office to the best of their ability and people spend it in different ways. What I know is in two thousand and eighteen I didn't spend all my ward budget. I left ten thousand dollars behind, which just then goes into sort of relief for the taxpayers, I guess you could say. but I did charge you know that what I claimed the one third for my tuition in that, so I've been pretty effective in the use of my money. And it's not like this is money that would otherwise go to fix potholes or whatever. This is money that I could have spent on advertisements and newspapers or whatever else. But I thought this was the most effective use of the money. I'm not trying to justify though. you know, like I'm pursuing this degree now out of my own money because I think it's the best thing I should do. So don't think that I'm defending my decision here. I'm just explaining my thinking at the time. Yeah. Um, So I I have apologized today. And and going forward, it, it, it means that Counselors are in a tough position when it comes to professional development. I get that now. Um, I'm a rookie counselor. I'm just trying to do the job to the best of my ability. So you know, let's just
0: cycle back for a second because, and and you know, I'll give you an opportunity to say anything you want to say, John. You know, you've been a friend to the show. You've always been very uh, responsive to our request to be on the show. So I want to make sure you get a fair shake at this. Um, that money, and that was some of the pushback. So some of the pushback that I saw was, hey, why doesn't he apply for a student loan like the rest of us? Or, hey, why doesn't he you know, go after a government program outside of this fund? Or, hey, why isn't he using that money, as you just mentioned, to fix potholes and, and whatever? So I want to be real clear on this. Did you investigate other ways to finance this other than using that account? And specifically, what is that account supposed to be used for?
1: Okay, so... Student loans and, and other bursaries and grants are government money. It, it would be money from the province or the federal government. Here I am as the steward of my ward budget, and I made the judgment call, which I'm saying now is was poor judgment, but I made the decision to use some of this money, which goes towards all types of other aspects of uh, running a, a council office. I have two staff members. Uh, there's contemplation for professional development in there. You can pay for a cell phone bill, and paper transit passes, there, there's that, and then you can take constituents out for coffee, you can advertise in a local paper, which is a way, you know, advertise that, say, I'm your city councillor, if you want to reach me, here's my phone number, and I do some of that, it's just I'm pretty effective in my ward by attending a lot of events, and I've gotten a lot of stuff done in this last year, but I want to be really effective in council chambers, and advanced business understanding is how you do that. It's a multi-billion dollar corporation here, 13,000 employees. Who do you want running the show? And with democracy, we get people, candidates and elected councillors from all walks of life. Everyone has a valuable experience, but to the extent we can increase some business sense on council, I think that's a positive thing.
0: Yeah, and I guess, you know, John, well, not a guess, I know, but I suppose the argument would be, though, that yes, that would be great if all of you had MBAs and, um, you know, whatever. However, that's um that's a perk of the job that you're going to take with you past the time in which you do the job. So um you know whenever whenever you decide to leave politics or whenever the people decide to have you leave politics, you're still going to have that MBA and you're going to be able to take that forward throughout your career. And then yeah, th- exactly. that would be the argument that well wait a second, why is the city financing something that's basically your asset?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair point, but to that I would respond. So, I already have a master's degree in urban planning, so I'm not really in search of the credential. Uh, it just happens that the, the collection of courses that make up the MBA are they, they do so make up a degree. But independently, we're talking financial accounting, managing human resources, finance. All these things I need for my skill set as a city councilor. and it's not to suggest I had no knowledge of that before, but I can tell you right off after, after the first week of being in this program, I was immediately applying um, lessons learned through class into council chambers, and that was at the, around the time when we were dealing with the big budget in, in December. I started this program in September, and, you know, I plan on running for office again. I, I hope for the trust of Ward 3 to, to do so. This is not some kind of, you know, there's, there's going to be many years of payoff for the city, which again, now there'll be no public money into this degree, but me being the counselor with this education will have a positive impact on the conduct in council, on the tone set in council. I'm learning a lot about leadership. I'm learning a lot about corporate culture and how to set the tone better. And i am enhanced my abilities to read business cases and, and for all the decisions we're dealing with. And this is just after one semester. So I think there'll be a a huge pay, you know, now the cost is my time, which has been a disservice to my wife, quite frankly, but I am going to continue with this degree because I think it's the best thing to do, but I'll be financing it myself and yeah, it will run with me like when I'm ultimately out of politics, but I'm not even, I'm not searching for a credential.
0: And and John, um, do you think this will come back to haunt you at the next election?
1: No, I, I don't, but I reserve, you know, like it, it. I think people hear that I've heard the concerns and that we're all human. So, yeah, poor judgment today, or poor judgment when I, I first decided to do this. Um, I opened up a conversation about professional development for elected officials. I get that. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't hurt. I mean, I'm, I've pretty much completed all my campaign promises. I've been a strong voice for the north side. I continue to, to work hard. I've actually some exciting news to share. Maybe if you'll have me on the radio again uh, coming up uh, soon. Oh, anytime. I, yeah, you know, so Andrew, I, people will think what they think about it and I hope people realize that I had an error in judgment and there was no malice behind this. It's not like I was taking a trip to Las Vegas or, or like, you know, just yeah. going out to the Fairmont for lunch every day. I'm this is education so that I can do my job better. So I don't think that this should hurt. Um, and, but we'll, and, and to the listeners in Ward 3, please email me or phone me. I'm responding to a lot of uh, correspondence today, and, and people have a right to ask questions of me. And I, I appreciate the platform here to justify why I did that and also to apologize. And I'm happy to further the conversations one-on-one with constituents.
0: Well, John, I appreciate you taking the time to do it because it's not an easy conversation. I'm sure this is your worst day in politics, if not in your uh, entire career. So you (laughs) didn't hesitate but to accept my invitation um, and to rearrange your schedule to accommodate. So I do appreciate that. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wish I had asked you? I
1: don't think so. I I think... People, there's that knee-jerk reaction that people first have, and the CBC's headline said that I charged 44000 which is incorrect, but that, you know, sort of, that might have been the, the amount projected over the whole degree, but um, it was much less than that that I actually uh, submitted for, and it was reimbursed. And, uh, and and now that all that money is going to go back to the city. So, no, I just appreciate you listening and you allowing me to speak in my own words, and uh, that's
0: it. Always my pleasure, John, and we'll have you on again when you have that announcement to make. Thanks for doing okay, this today. Uh, Thank you very much. Okay. Right, take care.
1: The six thirty Chad afternoon news
0: with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.